Hi, everyone. Welcome to Joshua Live. I'm Gary Temple Badley. Today's episode is really interesting. It is everything is always working out perfectly. Well, that's an interesting statement we've heard many times before. Even Abraham says that everything is always working out perfectly. The working out part is the interesting part to think about here. It may not seem like it in the moment. It may seem like everything's in chaos. You might be having a manifestation event, but it's working out to get you everything you actually truly want. Not everything you think you want, but everything you truly want. And of course, that's your journey of self-discovery. This idea of need, that you need something at any time, is a false premise. You can't need anything if you're the creator of your reality because everything you need is always given to you. So you have to understand that this is an inside-out game. What you're feeling on the inside, what you use as your perspective of yourself, that is your vibration, which is communicating to the universe and creating a reality that reflects that. So all this is a game of perspective, obviously. And so we're choosing the higher and higher and higher perspective, seeing ourselves as a creator of a reality. Even though we don't really believe it, even though we really don't understand how this works, we know that our only true free will is choosing that perspective. So we always take a step back. We say, why? Why am I doing this thing I'm inspired to do? Why am I going to this meeting? Why am I, am I choosing to see things this way? Why? Because it's moving you along on your journey of self-discovery, and that's how everything is always working out perfectly. Before we begin, we are right in the middle of a whole bunch of, uh, of Ascension Experience courses in the boot camp that will uh, go all the way through Christmas. And then I think around um, second Monday or third Monday in June, I think it's the 16th, I'm sorry, January, I think it's the 16th, we're going to start a new round of Ascension Experiences and maybe even a new boot camp there. We'll see how that goes. But uh, until then, you go to the website, you can get the free uh, meditations, you can get the audiobook, A Perception of Reality, and you can take the seven-day course. The seven-day course will use the manifestation event form and shift your perspective greatly in one week. This uh, course is the first step. It's something that everyone can do. You do it on your own. It has uh, all the instruction in there. And then uh, for those of you who do the course, you'll get the whole price of the course, which is $79 off anything else you do in the future. So any of the boot camps or the Ascension Experience, you'll get that discount for that. So you have nothing to lose. Take a look at that. If you have uh, anything you want to talk to me about, send me an email to garybodley at gmail.com, and I'd be happy to answer any questions you have. And until then, I hope you have a wonderful week and get ready for this episode. We are thrilled to be here. Greetings, Joshua. Hello, Joshua. Hello. Well, there's a basic premise going on in this plane of physical reality, and the premise is that you're a victim to this reality that seems to be attacking you from all sides, which is simply not true. We want to assure you that everything is working out perfectly. Everything's working out perfectly for you. Everything's working out perfectly for everyone you know. Everything's working out perfectly for the planet. But when you're in it, when you're in this game, you come with a sense of need, you could be a need to eat, a need to drink, a need to breathe, a need to sleep, whatever the need is. You sense that the need that you have is something that you do not have right now. And so you birth these desires to fulfill that need. Well, when it comes to food and air and drink and water and sleep, well, it makes a lot of sense, doesn't it? Because from the perception of the individual, the individual perceives that everything the individual needs is outside of them. This is a basic flaw in your premise. Everything that is created is created from within. From within to without. It's an inside-out game. Well, your perception as a victim, you perceive that everything is outside, and so you want to create this outside, these outside conditions 
to make you feel something you don't feel now, to make you feel secure and safe and worthy and good and loved and all these things. But really, it's coming from the inside out. The outside conditions, as you know, are simply a representation of how you're feeling on the inside. If you could change the way you're feeling on the inside, well, the conditions would gradually start to form in a way that reflects how you're feeling. We call that your perspective or your vibration. How you see yourself in your reality is your perspective. That's all it is. You can perceive yourself to be a victim, needing things from the outside, and it's basically a flawed perception, as you might be aware, but that's what's consuming all your thoughts and all your reality as you see it now. We're leading you to the idea that you're the creator of your reality and that your entire reality is you. Therefore, nothing outside of you is not you. It's how you relate to all these things that causes them to form into new things. Now, when you think you want something, generally that is a need or that is some desire based on lack. Sure, you can go fulfill that desire. You can go at effort and struggle. You can make it happen. But the need is actually a feeling. And whatever you do, the outside conditions, the outside conditions will only reflect what you feel anyway. No matter how they change, if you feel the same on the inside, they're going to represent that same feeling to you on the outside. You could lack a million dollars, effort and struggle for 40 years to get a million dollars, and the million dollars will still make you feel as if you lack whatever it was you were searching for, love, security, abundance, worthiness, whatever it is. Inherently, as a creator of your reality, you have everything you need. Now, we're embarking on something a little bit new here. Imagine that you didn't need anything. Well, that's hard to perceive from where you are now, but that is the truth of this reality. Imagine that every experience will lead you to another experience, another definition of self, another way of seeing yourself, and in that way, you expand. You expand your understanding or misunderstanding of yourself. If you are primarily seeing yourself as a victim, needing to protect yourself from the outside conditions, every single event will be seen from that perspective, as if something is happening to you. If you change that perception to believe and see yourself as the creator of your reality and expect that all experiences will lead to a further definition of who you are, then you will gain information with each experience. This is what you actually want. This is what is actually happening here. You're being led step by step by step through all kinds of different experiences to understand yourself better and to shed that which is not authentic to shed the inauthentic aspects of you. The inauthentic aspects of you are those limiting beliefs that are not true that you adopted along your way. Well, you had to adopt something to shed later on, didn't you? And so you were led into these situations that causes you to feel more of a victim because that was, was what your perception was at some point in your life. Now you're coming to understand a new reality, a brand new reality, the reality that is more true and more aligned with who you truly are, the reality of you as the creator of it all, the reality of you as the one who perceives and observes and understands at some level what's really going on here. As you move through your life with the adoption of this new perception of reality where you are the creator of all of it and being guided by your inner self step by step by step to experiences that lead to more understanding, more growth, and more expansion. As you understand that concept, you will see everything in a new way. You will begin to see that everything is coming for you, happening for you, that there is no need to protect yourself, that there is no need to seek safety or security or shelter or worthiness or any of these things. 
This is all inherent. It's all within you, inherent within you. Everything you need to do whatever you need to do when you need to do it is within you. Or it will come to you in some way. The system is designed for this growth and expansion. The expansion of the authentic version of you. That's the ride that you're all on now. It's a new perception of reality. One where everything is lined up for you, that nothing wrong can happen to you, that everything is for this growth and expansion, not just you or everyone else or everything else. It's all balled up into one, one fun ride for you to discover who you truly are. You're on that ride now. You're starting to see it in a new way. And when you do, you will really start to understand how every single person in your life is doing everything for you. You're also doing everything for them too. You may not see it. You may not know it. You may not be aware of it. You may not consciously consider what you're doing. You may not understand the choices that you're making or the actions that you're taking, but everything is lined up in a perfect system. Well, you came with this perception of imperfect, the state of duality, where things are good or bad, right or wrong, better or worse. This is necessary for this specific journey on the earth plane to discover who you are. It doesn't exist in other places. It doesn't exist in the non-physical. It's not part of those realities. It's part of this reality. This reality where you perceive that you need things and you need to manifest those things in order to feel something is an illusion. It's a wonderful illusion. It's an illusion that creates many new things and many new experiences, many new outcomes, outcomes and experiences and things that could not be created anywhere else. You've been playing that game. That game is not true. It is not real. It is not based in anything other than a flawed premise. When you overcome that flawed premise to see who you truly are, you'll start to see why these things are coming, why you're taking these choices, actions, and behaviors. It's all based in this perspective. Your perspective at some point in your life was more or less that of a victim. You're raising that perspective now to see yourself as the creator of your reality. That's not going to be there all the time. You're going to fall back into this old ideology. That's okay. The more often you are able to see that everything is right, everything is good, everything is perfect, everything is working out, it's actually working out towards everything you truly want. Your needs can become less of a distraction for you. And you can start to focus on what you truly desire. And what you truly desire is the authentic version of you. That's where you're leading now. And with that, we'd like to talk to you about anything you like to talk about. Who'd like to start? I'm inspired. Ed. I uh, passed through a phase earlier this year that actually ended up bringing me here where I finally got this feeling of loving myself. And that it turned into an intensity of love. And then it somewhere along the line, it it kind of ebbs and flows, but I felt a what came right after that was this feeling of having risen to a, a different plane. Yes. And exactly. then followed by a feeling of how how do I navigate this? I don't belong. How can I belong? How does this work? And then this past weekend, I was with a group, my leadership group, and I had a manifesting event, I guess you would call it, or limiting beliefs, uh, having to work through limiting beliefs. 
of feeling of not belonging and what that meant like to where that drilled down to was a need to be loved a need to be accepted uh and then uh, i was able to work through that and just allow and reach this new level of acceptance and love and that has brought this just incredible joy when i explain that to because this group is very open and very when i was explaining that to people they they still looked at me like i was <laughs> they they were just dumbfounded so i had to share that because i feel like it might be valuable for the group and i don't really have a and uh, i think that's that feels like the right thing to do to to just keep continue to allow and accept and and follow inspirations because i've also had followed that followed with a lot of inspiration yesterday that seemed creative is that uh, kind of on the right track it is perfectly on the right track in fact it's summed up by the inspiration that you had to start off this conversation when you reach a new perspective you come into a new dimension a dimension that is reflective of this new perspective you come to see yourself as a creator of your reality, whatever that means to you. Well, that perspective is more true than the perspective of I'm the victim to this reality. The perspective of I have come to love myself is higher than the perspective of I despise myself. What loving yourself is, is knowing yourself. Loving is knowing. You're on a journey of self-discovery to know yourself or to love yourself. What humans think of love, they think of romantic love or love for a family member or love for a child, love for the planet, whatever it is. This is a feeling of caring for something or affection of some sort. But to know yourself is to love yourself. To love yourself is to know yourself. These words are interchangeable from our perspective. As you get to know yourself more, you reach higher dimensions in love or higher dimensions in knowing. These dimensions operate differently. They are fluid. You move effortlessly and easily through them. But when you're new to a certain dimension, you will have a bit of disconnection or wobble there because it's something brand new. You're not grounded yet in that dimension. You're exploring it for a little while. And these dimensions you can move through in days or weeks or months or years. So you get to this level and now you get to play with it. In this level, there is a new possibility for discovering who you truly are. You are in this new dimension. You have the ability to manifest things quicker. Thoughts, manifestation events, desires, things, money, relationships, what have you. In that dimension, there are new thoughts swirling around there, higher dimensional thoughts, higher frequency thoughts based in more truth of who you are. They would not be accessible by those in more fear because they have no purpose. They wouldn't understand them. So you get to this new dimension and now you feel maybe a little bit off or different, especially in comparison to others who are operating in the lower dimensions. You see them in a different way as well you see more clearly. In these higher dimensions comes more clarity. Also comes more questions. 
This is the interesting thing about knowledge. The more you know, the more, the less you know, the more you want to know, the more this fulfills itself, the more momentum is gained in this. The feeling is new in each reality. The feeling is more authentic. So if you were to imagine yourself in the non-physical, existing as this ball of energy with no resistance whatsoever and no fear, the feeling would be pure joy, pure love, pure knowing. You come into this reality to experience a range of feelings that are not possible there. The difference between how most humans are operating in this reality is they're mostly in fear. As you move up these dimensions and see yourself as more true and more authentic, that fear becomes less of a burden, less of a, a resistant factor in your progression towards understanding yourself more. It's lighter and easier and freer. The things that would be of fear to others in the lower dimensions would not be of fear to you. The fear of starvation or homelessness or attack is not as prevalent in these higher dimensions because you are not vibrating at that level. You would not need these experiences. The experiences that you will come across in the higher dimensions are one of more self-discovery. And so if you are allowing that which is inauthentic to fade away through the processing of limiting beliefs, especially at the thought stage, there's no need for actual manifestation events. But when the manifestation events come, at these higher levels, they'll come quicker and they'll be a little bit more intense because you'll gain sensitivity, emotional sensitivity, as you rise to these new dimensions. It wouldn't be of any benefit for someone in the lower dimensions of fear to have high emotional sensitivity because they would be feeling everything too extremely, especially for what they're going through. As you raise into these higher dimensions, knowing yourself more, the emotional sensitivity is very important because you'll want to know the minute you have a resistant thought or when you're in a situation and you feel uncomfortable or out of place or not loved, not understood, you'll realize it's just a misperception of what's actually happening. The emotion that you feel has to do with the truth or the falsehood, the truth or the illusion of the reality that you're experiencing. In these higher dimensions, that becomes more obvious to you. You'll be feeling better. You'll be feeling greater experiences of joy, more ease. You'll be feeling more like you would feel in the non-physical. Simply, this is what you are doing is getting closer to the dimensions of the non-physical. Now, we'll say that where you are now, let's call it dimension number 24,560, and eventually you will return to the non-physical, and this will be the pure knowing, pure love dimension. An absence of resistance, an absence of fear, an absence of the illusion of separation or disconnection. The absence of that which is the illusion creates the feeling of knowing. The existence of an illusion creates the feeling of fear, of not knowing. Love would be pure knowing. Fear would be pure confusion. So you're getting out of the dimensions of confusion and into the dimensions of clarity. From that dimension, as you get your footing and start to play around with it and explore it more, you'll start to see where everyone else is. So we'll have to say that in the general comparison of the rest of humanity, you're at one of the highest possible levels of perception or perspective. 
from that level, you can see as if down a mountain into the valley of those who are not understanding what it's like to have the view from where you sit. They see the mountain going up and the sky, but their view is limited from where you are on top of the mountain, seeing other mountain ranges and other valleys and other little towns. You have a more clear picture of what's going on. This is allowing you to make more consistent, authentic choices and decisions and actions based on how you perceive yourself. However, you're still in the illusion to a lesser extent, but still fully within it. So the feeling that you need love from outside of you is just coming up right now because that is part of the illusion. All the love is within. Now the love is the knowing. Imagine that your inner self knows everything you need to know and exists within you. You are moving towards more connection with that level of understanding, the level of understanding that your inner self has. Well, you will have access to that clear communication. You could do it in meditation, in receiving inspiration, acting on that inspiration, in trusting your emotions and understanding how you're feeling and trusting your guidance, trusting all the decisions that you're making at this level are the right ones for you, knowing that nothing can happen to you, it's all happening for you, knowing that you have pre-birth intentions and those intentions are driving you forward on your specific unique journey of self-discovery. Therefore, you can let everything else go. You don't have to be right. You don't have to know where you're going. You don't have to hold on desires that you once held in the past. You don't even have to hold on to beliefs or ideologies or even a perspective of who you are that was based in a limited version of you. The more aligned and authentic version of you is a new human being, a new Ed. Everything is new in this dimension. So you can start from scratch. Let's just explore. Let's just see what happens. Let's just trust now that I will be guided in every single step and cannot make a misstep, cannot fail, cannot make a mistake, all for the evolution of who I am in this reality. Now, there's nowhere to go for this. There's no final destination. It's just a journey. You're never going to be off of it. You're always going to be on it. So while you're on it, play around with it from this higher perspective. If you can think of yourself now as at the tip of the dimensional levels of humanity, somehow you've got here. How did that happen? Well, it started with a very strong pre-birth intention. It started with a choice of the parents, the place, the time that you were born into. It led you to every experience you've ever had. Some of those experiences you understood. Some of the experiences you thought were wrong or bad. Doesn't matter. It all led you here now, where you've gotten to this new dimension. This dimension is no better or worse than the other ones. It's perfect for you. You've done all the work you needed to get to that new dimension. Now that you're here, you must understand that very, 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 almost no humans have ever reached that dimension. True of all of you listening to this now, you're all at the upper levels of the dimension. It doesn't mean it's better or worse. It doesn't mean it's good or bad. It just means that that's where you've arrived. And this dimension now is perfect for where you are now to explore whatever you're going to explore. How you perceive yourself from this point on is very important. You can't go back. You can't descend to lower dimensions. You can feel like a victim here and there. But when you do, you'll notice it. You'll think about it. 
you'll wonder about it. Why in this dimension does that feel so off? Because there's more clarity. The illusion there doesn't make any sense where you are now. And so you'll really, really start to feel any little nuance of thought that doesn't match the truth. This is an exciting place to be, but you'll want other people to be there with you. And what you have to understand is you are a leader. You are an example of one who's gotten to this level. Most of the rest of humanity can't even perceive what that's like. They won't understand it, but you'll be guided to the words, to the actions, to the choices, to the decisions that will be true to who you are. Will they understand it? doesn't matter. But you'll be explaining it away or being an example in a way that some will discover it. And you'll be inspired to certain actions, decisions, choices that are only for you. But as a side effect, as a ripple effect, are to be seen by others so they can grasp it. Now, everything that you do in love trickles down into all those dimensions. This is like throwing little lifelines out there. And mm. as they trickle down, those who are within range of that lifeline can grasp on it. Maybe they hear something you say. Maybe they meet someone that has met you that you don't even know. And they find their own way. Maybe they listen to this conversation right now. And they say, I didn't know that was possible. I had no idea I was thinking like that. I had no idea that I had an inner self that was connected to me. I had no idea I was on a journey of self-discovery. I had no idea I was in an illusion. I had no idea that the outside reality was actually inside me. I had no idea that you created from the inside out, not the outside in. This is interesting stuff. All because you were inspired to ask or talk about this, this topic right now. I had no idea there were levels of physical reality based in the vibration or the perspective that I'm offering. And as I start to see myself differently, as more powerful, as more worthy, as more abundant and free <laughs> and magnificent, as I start to see myself the way my inner self sees me, I get to higher levels of perspective, higher dimensions. That's all that's happening here. When you first enter it, you'll feel a little wobbly, but you'll get your footing very quickly. You might have the desire, based in the need, to burst through more dimensions. We say, don't worry about that. Play around with this one as long as you can. Have fun with it. Explore all corners of it and understand it's for you. It's for mm -hmm. your journey. And no one else knows what you intended. Only you can know what you intended. And it wouldn't really help if you did know what you intended. You could just trust that you came here to express your love. What, what does that mean? Express love. Express this authentic version of me in however I'm inspired to express it. In that expression of love, it will bring me the feeling of joy. As I express whatever I'm joyful about, letting go of whatever I'm anxious about or worried about, or wish was different than it was. Just trusting that the expression of that love, the expression of the knowing, I know you are magnificent as well to anyone you talk to. I know you have it in yourself. I know you're on a journey of self-discovery. You may not know it. You may not believe it, but I know it. I see you through the eyes of my inner self as perfect. 
I see this planet as perfect. I see this government as perfect. I see these people over in this country fighting a war as perfect. I see the entire system as perfect. I see it now. That's the expression of love that you're moving towards. And when you see it, gain that clarity, you'll know more about who you truly are, the creator of it all. It's um, There's this sense of comfort in allowing and because I've I've gone through this phase of almost having the urge to grasp for or find my people. And then I've moved through that and now I'm in this, no, it's not about that. It's this this place of love and joy is more about just observing, engaging when I'm inspired acceptance allowance there's and there's a, a deep deep sense of comfort in that space and and that space all seems to be right in the in the present in the moment yeah, exactly. when i try to look at the where i might go next i immediately get a a message that that's not where you need you know that's not for you right now just stay in the present good allowing allowing yeah, allowing the idea that you don't need to know where you're going allowing the idea that you're guided in every step, the allowing yeah. that you need not control any of this. Allowing is no control. Yeah. You wouldn't want to control it because compared to your inner self, you're in a limited perspective and you always will be. Your inner self will show you where to go. Mm -hmm. In the needing to protect yourself from experiences that don't feel good, well, you are trying to protect yourself from seeing the illusion. Anytime you don't feel good, you see the illusion. You see the illusion through a manifestation event. And the manifestation event is gonna cause you negative emotion that alerts you that you're looking at an illusion. If you're trying to protect yourself from manifestation events, that you're trying to protect yourself from seeing the illusion, well, that's the opposite of what you actually want. By needing a group of people to love you, agree with you, be on the same page with you, you're looking for something that one is not necessary and two doesn't exist. You don't need any of that. Now, if you are really in fear, you want people to agree with your perception of reality because it seems safer that way. So you see a lot of people complaining. The complaining is voicing what you think is wrong in the hopes that they will agree with you. So it's not just you believing everything's wrong. You got all these people believing everything's wrong as well. And so all these people who believe everything's wrong is tend to group together. In the voicing of everything's perfect, not a lot of people in that area, not a lot of people who understand that because they want to believe that something is wrong. This gives them a false sense of security. That's fine. They will go through manifestation events and realize that they didn't ever need to have anyone agree with them and it doesn't help them. They will want to exert control more. Where you are now, you want to let go of control, let it all flow. By needing to know the path ahead, you are denying the magnificence that is you, the power that's you. By needing to know what's ahead, you're trying to control what comes, where you're going, where all of you going, where all of you who are listening to this at a later date are going, is to the unknown and uncharted, unimaginable experience of life in a brand new way. You've all agreed to do this. This is the epicenter, the fruition 
of trying to play the game as if you need to protect yourself as the victim. You play the game as a victim long enough, you realize it doesn't work. And then you start to let go of control. So many of you have come, like Gary did, to these teachings because you had some experience where you basically lost it all. You had to start over. And you gave up control. And you said, the way I was operating in the past didn't work. It led to this event that where I find myself having to start over. So let's just focus on joy. Let's just meditate. Let's just start to look at maybe new ideas. Let's experiment with those new ideas, play around with them. And as you do that, you raise your perspective really quickly and you shift into new realities. Now, it may look the same here and there, but it feels different. And you start to be guided to new information. And that which is inauthentic is being shown to you. So you can let it go. The most inauthentic aspect of anyone is this need to control, having no faith that there are greater forces at work outside of them. Greater forces in love, love, knowing. So you're all moving towards knowing, towards love. Loving yourself is knowing yourself. This is your primary reason for being here, to know yourself as much as possible in this lifetime, to come to the idea that you're the creator of your reality is to know yourself. You won't know it fully, you never will. You will when you return to the non-physical, but then you want to come again and do it again and expand that knowing, the expansion of your inner self through the life that you're living now. The life you're living is going to go where it's going to go. You're either going to go along with it and then raise your perspective or resist it and be in resistance to where everything's going. As you raise your perspective, you burst into new dimensions of more knowing. Then it becomes exponential. Then the curve goes like that. Rather than a flat line or a little bit up, the curve goes like that as you allow yourself. Now, every time that you burst into a new dimension, you discover something new about yourself. And if you allow that to come on you easily and effortlessly without fear, it's a wonderful thing. You'll be moved towards more experiences in joy than ever before. But to get to those, you'll have to discard that which you brought with you that was inauthentic. So mm -hmm. it's a continual peeling away of that which is inauthentic to become more in love with you and with everyone else. And that's where you're headed right now. Thank you, Joshua. Excellent. Who's next? Hi, Joshua. It's Sondin. It was so great to hear you and Ed speaking. I've just had an hour conversation with my oldest son, and I kept saying to him, push past fear. And I said, you are the creator of your own reality. Then when I ended the conversation, I wrote down, when you push past fear, you become authentic. Having listened to you, I mean, I can go in and speak about my conversation with my son, but I realized pushing past fear, every time you do it, you become more authentic. Would you like me to expand on further my conversation or go back from there? That's all we need. Brilliant. So you hit it on the head. When you push past fear, to do something you're inspired to do, you become more authentic. Why? Because the thing you're inspired to do is not the manifestation of what you think you're going to get through pushing past the action. 
is simply the experience of coming up against something that's inauthentic. I'm inspired to talk to this person over here. I have a fear that's based in an inauthentic part of me, which is called the limiting belief. By acting and going up and talking to that person, you're saying to the universe that I no longer believe in this thing about myself that is inauthentic. And then you have the experience, whatever you have, and that is information that's unlocked. So every time you have any experience, it's unlocking information. Now, if you're living in fear and you're acting on urges to change and control the dish conditions, you're certainly pushing past fear, but because your perspective is that of a victim, you're going to have experiences and information that tend to prove that that's true to you. Now, it never is. And eventually, enough of these experiences will lead to a new understanding and growth. When you're at the higher levels, living in love with the idea that you could be the creator of your reality, you'll have inspiration from your inner self, from your guidance supporters, from wherever it comes from. And it will always trigger something inauthentic in you. I am too shy to talk to them. They're not going to think I'm going to be interesting. I don't know what to say, blah, 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 blah. All these different inauthentic beliefs about yourself that are not true. By acting on that inspiration and pushing past that fear, you've claimed a new set of information. You've claimed information that will now be added to the limiting belief, which is simply a belief without enough information. And you've alchemized your entire makeup. You've shed some aspect of you that's inauthentic just through that action. And you've gained a new understanding of yourself through the action. Plus, you've also proved to the universe that that limiting belief is no longer limiting because you've pushed past it. So we do a lot of work initially with those of you to identify and process limiting beliefs so that when you are inspired, that intensity will not be so strong. But there's always something that you won't do. You're not going to jump off a bridge. You may not belly dance. You may not sing in front of a crowd. When you push past fear to do any of these things, you have to ask yourself, is this just for the pushing past fear aspect of it? Am I just trying to prove something here? Or are you actually paying attention to the inspiration that's coming and the action that you actually can take at the moment? And this is the great equalizer in all this. The inspiration that you're getting at these higher levels of existence is more in-depth, more nuanced, there's more stuff involved in that. Initially, when you start this process, you say, okay, I have the inspiration to go buy a new car, and then you just go buy a new car. That may not be where it's leading you. It may be simply to look and see what's online and what's available in your neighborhood and what kind of cars you like and little tiny things like this, little tiny actions you can take at the moment. But you tend to hold on to this long-term idea of what the action is going to get you, because this is your habit. This is everyone's habit. I want to get out of my place where I am. And so how do I get out of it? Oh, here's an idea. Let's just go for that idea, effort and struggle in that idea. Then you get to the idea that you're the creator of your reality. You're going to receive inspiration, but you're still acting as if you need to manifest something to feel good. When you're talking to your son, who may be new to this information, the idea of pushing past fear is wonderful, 
but there, but now it becomes more nuanced where you are, where all of you are. The idea here is to understand that tiny little steps, tiny little adjustments to your mental construct are taking place. The little things that you can do in the moment, what can you actually do in that moment? Now that fear is almost irrelevant because certainly you can get on the computer. Certainly you can do some research. Certainly there's nothing big there, but then that will go to another step and another step and another step. If you have an attachment to where the outcome is going to lead you, well, you're going to miss a lot of steps there because it doesn't seem like this step is going to lead to that. But if you can be fluid and just go with the flow of every inspiration, you become what's called a blended being. Now, to do that, you have to give up control. You have to give up needing to know where everything's going to go. You have to have a bit of faith here. And so it's a practice. That's all it is, just like meditation, just like perceiving that everything's working out for you. These are just practices to play with. You don't have to get it right. It's not a big deal. If you're receiving 5% of the inspiration that's coming to you, that's great. If you can receive 6% next year, awesome. It doesn't really matter. What matters is your resistance to what is happening in the moment. That's the only thing that's ever going to matter. If you can give up needing to always feel good about every experience, then you're giving up your guidance because you want to really understand what's the illusion, what's the truth. The illusion is always in the negative emotion. Okay, negative emotion. I'm looking at an illusion. All right, right, right. I did something wrong. Oh, big time illusion. You see, when you think you did something wrong, in a reality where you can't do anything wrong, that's the illusion. So what's that illusion there? Why, is it, why do you feel bad when you think you did something wrong? Because you think that that could have changed your course and, and something better might have happened. No, you could only do what you could do based on that perspective. You had no choice. That was done. It was always going to be like that. Now, humans want to say, okay, if I did things differently, if I had acted on the fear, or if I didn't take that action, my life would be different than it is now. What happened when that action was taken was the only thing that could have happened. So give it up. Let it go. The action that you're going to take, whether you can push past the fear now or not, is only based in one thing your perspective of yourself within your reality. If your perspective is high, if your perspective was as high as your inner self and you got the inspiration, the true inspiration to jump off a bridge, guess what? You would float away. Nothing would happen. But you have a belief system in there that's limiting. Don't let me jump off this bridge. And as long as you have that belief system, you're going to get what you expect, probably death or injury if you jumped off the bridge. So there's going to be these beliefs that are with you, and you're going to have to abide by them wherever you are. The beliefs are essentially all false in this reality. The only belief that's true is I am love. That's it. Great. What does that do for you? Not too much. You wouldn't want to come to that belief system tomorrow because you would have no purpose for this reality, and this game would be over for you. What you want to do is play this game. Play with the emotions, play with the beliefs, play with the feelings, play with the perspective, play with your ability to be in the moment or not be in the moment. Play with thinking back to times where you made a mistake and then reframing all of that to say, okay, no, that was just based on my perspective back then, five years ago. My perspective has risen since then. Part of that elevation in my perspective was because of that event itself. 
So that event itself was perfect. And I had no other choice because that choice and decision actions were based in that finite stream of possibilities based in that perspective. I have a higher perspective now, which means I'm a brand new person now. I don't need to be any different than I am now because I'm still playing this game. But in this new perspective, I can let go of the past, let go of the future, let go of any worry, any control, any need to do anything. So you say to your son, you're inspired, and you say, you're the creator of your reality. And when you push past fear, you will gain some knowing of yourself. What does that mean? Well, if your whole perspective is on changing your conditions, what do you care if you know yourself or not? You want to change who you are. You don't want to find out who you are. You want to change who you are so you can be a better manifester. Well, almost all of you have come to this conversation because you wanted to change something about yourself. The truth is you're always perfect. The truth is your son's perfect. The truth is your son's having a perfect experience of life. He may not see it and you may not see it, but that's the truth. He's been guiding in every moment. Now, your perspective's here and you were inspired to say what you said. You could not have said anything differently because there was something he needed to hear in that to raise his perspective. He, from his perspective, created you and created the words that you said to him so that he could change his perspective. And you did it with him and you're doing it with everyone. So everyone's here for you and you're here for everyone you know. You don't understand how this works out. It doesn't matter. Just know that all of it is working perfectly. What does that mean? If it's all working perfectly, then there is no wrong. There is no need to control. It's all going the way it's supposed to go. And if you think it's wrong, guess what? An inauthentic aspect of you that gets to be shed or not shed. It doesn't matter either way. You'll go through this life and you'll expand and expand and expand and expand and expand. When you return to the non-physical, you'll gain all the benefit of that expansion. So it could be a life of misery and suffering. And when that person returns to the non-physical, they will be expanded by that experience. But those of you who are here to raise your perspective while you're alive and move closer to the understanding of yourself that you will have in the non-physical while you're physical, well, you're on a brand new ride. And this ride is what's fun. This is what you intended. This is why you're here. This is why you're listening now. You want a brand new ride, a ride into the unimaginable. It was it was all perfect because he's selling to, he's a real estate, which is the American term in the state agent in English. He's selling two of his own properties and he said he just reduced the price. I said, you're in fear. And he said, yeah, I did have buyers. And I said, look, go home, speak to your wife, open up the map of where you want to be, throw in a dart in it. I said, throw a dart, see where it lands, because I know kind of where they want to be in the UK countryside. I said, relax about it, let it go. It doesn't matter because if you release your fear about selling the properties, um, then, you know, you're the creator of your reality, it'll happen. So yeah, everything you've said totally, re the word is resonates. So thank you, Joshua. Excellent. Thank you. We'd like to take a little brief interlude here to talk about the manifestation of that which you want. So imagine your son is inspired to buy a home in the country. And in order to do that, he perceives that he must sell the two properties. I want to manifest this new home in the country 
That's a desire that could be inspired or it could be an urge to get out of the place where he is now. Either way, if you believe you're the creator of your reality, then you will understand that you'll be guided to every action that would line up to manifest that. But if you're holding on to an ideal or a belief system that says, this has to happen and that has to happen and that has to happen, you don't access the unimaginable. You access the old dynamic and the old fears and the old perceptions of those living in fear. Imagine accessing the unimaginable. You wouldn't know how to access it because it's unimaginable. You would have to have absolute faith and absolute trust in a new system of reality that's designed from the ground up to give you everything you truly want, need, and desire based on the intentions you set forth prior to your birth. So then you would look at why am I inspired for this place in the country? It seems peaceful. It seems quiet. It seems everything that, that I'm moving towards is this idea. I don't even know why. But when I think about it, it gives me joy. That would indicate an inspired idea. On the other hand, in fear, in not loving where you are, you would say, I need something I do not have now. I lack peace and quiet. I lack the safety and serenity of the countryside. And so you would look at the countryside, but still think about where you are now. That house looks nice because it's quieter than the house I live in now. It looks safer and more secure and more beautiful than the house I live in now. I want to get out of where I am now. And this is the trajectory that I've created to get myself. But of course, you get into the new place and you'll be hounded by livestock and sheep and goats and chickens chirping at all times of day or night. You would still have the exact same thing that you were experiencing where you are now because you're trying to get out of what already is perfect. So if the noise and the bustle of a city life is driving you crazy, you're in resistance to it, you need to be with that experience. And then you trade that for what you think from your limited perspective would be a different experience. It's going to be the same experience because you need that experience. To manifest anything you truly want, you let the inspiration flow without needing to know what it's going to be like. And that is bringing you into the new realm of manifestation, which is the unimaginable. It's not going to look like anything you can imagine. It's not going to look like anything you think you want. It's not going to look like anything you think you need. You're going to have fears of loss and it's going to seem hard to imagine. And that's where you're being led. So you'll have to give up the control of all that. If you can give up the control, all these things will manifest more spectacularly and quicker than you can even imagine. It's unimaginable. At your level now, where you are, you are literally creating everything you truly want and only acting on inspiration and then observing how you feel as you move in that dimension. And anytime you feel a little bit of negative emotion, oh, that's still remnants of the illusion. And then the other times you feel joy and ease and contentment and exhilaration, that's because this is where you are ready to be. You have done all the work to get here. This is what you intended. You intend to be on the leading edge of this, the forefront of all this, as an example to those who are willing to go to the next level. Excellent question. Who's next? I have a question. Shannon. 
I was going to ask if our pets have manifestation events because my little dog that's pretty much deaf and blind in one eye has now lost her vision in her other eye the last two days. But I guess what I'm really asking is what's her new experience of life or me observing her? What's that doing for me? Because I do feel bad for her. Excellent. Watching well, her bump into things. Go ahead. Let's explain her perception. She is living a less emotional experience of life. She has desires, but essentially just being with you fulfills all those desires. If you didn't feed her for two days, she'd be looking around for the food. She'd be hungry and she'd be barking and crying for the food. If you went away for a weekend, she would miss you. But as long as you're around, doesn't matter what's going on. She doesn't need to see, doesn't need to hear. That's fine. As long as you're petting her and she knows you're with her, she is fine. But she's doing this for you. She's showing you where you are. If you're feeling negative emotion for her, guess what? Your perception of what she's going through is an illusion. It's not true. If you accepted that she came primarily to live in ease and joy and have an experience of being loved and exchanging love as well, or providing a source of comfort for you. That's why she's here. In that experience, she gets her own experiences as well, but they're, they're muted. She's less aware than you are. She is not wanting things to be different the way humans would want things to be different. She has her basic needs fulfilled. She doesn't even know how she gets the food or why she gets it, but she does know when she gets it and she does expect it. If she's getting hungry, she'll be alerted to the fact that, oh, better get something to eat or thirsty, better get something to drink. And if those things were removed from her, she'd have a manifestation event about that. That's about it. She doesn't need to see what, what does she need to see for? No big deal. She doesn't need to hear what she need to hear for. As long as she feels you in her experience, she's fine. And then when she transitions to the non-physical, she will be with you essentially even more fully than she is now. She will be guiding and supporting you. She'll be sending you love, sending you support. But when you look at her and you think something is wrong with her, you're projecting a perception of reality onto her that is not true. That's why you're feeling negative emotion. If you're projecting a perception of reality the way we are, you would see everything's working out perfectly. You can't see the big picture. We can see the big picture. You can't see when she intends to transition. We can see in inner vibration. It's no big deal. It's easy in and out, in and out, in and out. When you just understand that in this moment, I have this beautiful animal that I love, that I can pet right now, you're seeing reality as it truly is. When you're off into the future, wishing something happens that may not be supposed to happen, you are projecting the sense that you have no power. You have no ability to think a different way. You are existing in a illusion based in fear, fear of loss in this case. If you look at the past and you say, oh, I should have taken her to the vet more often, or I should have given her a different food, and that's why it's causing these problems now, your perception of yourself is a victim thinking that you could have done something different than what was at the time, which was perfect. The perfection of everything led to this moment right now. In this moment right now, you have what you have, and it is perfect. 
in the next moment, you will always have what you have and it will always be perfect. How you choose to perceive what's happening in the moment is the only thing of importance. You're either choosing to perceive it from a limited perspective or a limited vibration that is not true or from a higher perspective or a higher vibration that is more true. That's all you got to think about anything. Am I looking at this and how am I feeling when I look at this from this perspective? If you have any tinge of negative emotion, there's something off in the way you're looking at it. It's not true. If you're feeling joy and love and happiness and contentment, you're looking at that situation from a perception of reality that is much more true. So just think about how you're feeling when you're perceiving something and what that perception is based on. This has been an amazing conversation with leading edge creators. We have gone to some place today that we didn't think we would get here for quite a while, but the group that is assembling now and the group that is listening in a larger context is reaching for perspectives that are brand new, ideas that are brand new. And we relish in being able to be here with you. And with that, we are complete. Amazing. Thank you. Thank you, Joshua. Thank you, Thanks, everyone. All right, I think that's one of my favorite episodes so far. It's funny because this one I hadn't, it was, we did it early in November and I sort of lost it and I just found it and go, oh, oh my God, we got one to publish here. So it turns out this was perfect timing for me. There's a lot of stuff that I'm doing right now that was really helpful. I hope it was for you as well. Uh, if you want to get started before we do some more stuff next year, I would suggest uh, going to the website, which is theteachingsofjoshua.com and checking out the seven day course. Uh, the full price of the course will be credited to you against anything, any other courses you take. So it's a great place to start. And I think a lot of people take that course first to test, test it out and then uh, maybe go into the boot camp or the Ascension experience after that. Also, there's free downloads of the all the different Joshua or three Joshua meditations. And in the seven-day course, you have access to all 10 Joshua meditations as well. There's also the book that you can buy, which is uh, A Perception of Reality, which is Joshua's first book, and it's an audio book, so it's really cool. So thank you again for being here. Remember to like and subscribe and do all that stuff. We really appreciate you, and we'll see you next time. Bye.